flow. Make sure you subscribe. We talking Miami Hurricanes football cause it's life. Yeah. Ice cream if you rapping to you. Yeah. Hurricanes, what it do? Do it be you if you rockin' with me. Straight to the house, that's another TD. We playing football again. And we gon' take it with the win. That's another sack or another TD or another pick six again. Hurricanes, where you at? Stand up and let them know you in the building. With the bright lights, uniform tight, hit them so hard they gon' feel it. Show them cover two, then blitz. Catch them on the blind side. If you ain't throwing up to you, then me, you on the wrong side. Like hut one, hut two, you know I'm switching up my count. If you stand in between my championship, then you gon' in on the ground. Welcome to Miami flow. Make sure you subscribe. We talking Miami Hurricanes football, cause it's life. What's up, what's up, what's up, my peoples? My co-pilot, my partner in crime will be joining us very shortly. Um, how's everybody doing on a bye week? Shout out to everybody that's already in the chat. Shout out to the Discord chat, the Degenerate Squad. Anybody want to join the Discord? The ticker is rocking at the bottom. I saw some colors in here. Lex, as always, repping the NIL. $100 Dono G-Tech, you are on the clock. That's another way to say it. Appreciate it. For you guys that are new here, uh, if you guys donate money, um, we keep all of it. We turn it into singles. We go to an adult establishment. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we don't keep any money, and we go to uh, – it goes off to NIL uh, for the players. So whenever you donate, that's where it goes. Um, let's see. Let me see if my partner is ready here. And there he is. What's up, man? I'm good, brother. How you doing? I'm I'm really good. What what? Uh, how was the vacay? It was good. Spent a couple days up in Boston last weekend, and yeah, I had never been, so it was a pretty cool trip. Melissa says, "Flo be taking the donuts to the office." <laughs> it's tempting. It's tempting. No, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, man. Uh, definitely don't do that. Hoodie girl got a new hoodie today or yesterday or something like that. It was either yesterday or today. I saw her post it. Uh, shout out to her and everybody who follows her channel or her show. I should say her show for basketball. Uh, they do a good job. Uh, shout out to everybody that's in here. I see Greg's in the building. Mike's in the building. Workforce. Big G. <laughs> Big G says, come on, Flo. Better not be going to Tootsie's with that loot. Nah, bro. You can't. I'm not a Tootsie's guy. That's like, uh, what's his name from Canesville? X. X loves Tootsie's, right? Uh, I'm, a, I'm an office guy, but I'm retired, actually. I, I really don't go anymore. Um, it's just uh, maybe on special occasions or something like that. Anyways, let, let me let me focus here. <laughs> um, so we're on a bye week, and... There was some really, <clears throat> really good football games on yesterday. Like, I I thought yesterday had the best games. I mean, there were close. There were comebacks. There was, there was just there was overtime. There was all kind of stuff. Did you get a chance to watch any games yesterday? And if you did, what was your favorite game you watched yesterday? Uh, I watched it a lot, actually. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Man, my favorite. Hmm. Probably Kentucky, Florida. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a competitive game, but no, no. Um, yeah, Ole Miss LSU was great. That was a yes, that was a thriller. Um, let's see what else. Got the scoreboard right here. Actually, did you see the Baylor comeback against UCF? I didn't actually see it, and and it's funny today. I watched. I like to go and watch the condensed version. The next day, mm -hmm. of a bunch of games, and that yeah. was not a game that I. You know what? I need to do that. I I heard about it. I heard about it. Yeah, I mean, UCF. Um, their quarterback pretty much did everything to to, like, to squander that game away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so bad. It was so frustrating to watch because a lot of it was his fault. I'm not going to put it all on him, but a good right. chunk of it was his fault. Um, just that epic collapse was insane. Um. Duke Notre Dame. I saw like the fourth quarter. I I expected Duke to win that game honestly against Al Golden's defense. I figured you know Duke would have some tricks up their sleeves and they'd get out coached. But um, you know Marcus Freeman did a good job having them prepared and they pulled it out. Yeah, I what's up, Chris Kane? I see you. 
Um, I gotta be honest with you, man. I uh, I thought that was such a good game to watch, you know. And it was it was physical. They were the boys were hitting. Um, I I think that quarterback that sat in Notre Dame is the truth, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I think that guy is good, like really good. Uh, but I thought Duke did enough to win the game, you know. I really did. I thought Duke did enough to win the game. They came back. They fought back. They scratched back. But football's football, man. I, I want to touch on a couple. I'm going to ask you a couple questions on a couple of games. If you if you saw it, great. If you didn't, then we'll move on to a different one. Did you, by any chance, see the Colorado-USC game? I saw, like, the entire second half of that game. Okay. Well, then you saw – okay. So, let me get a mint. Y'all know Flo loves a mint. So, everyone is like, oh – I told you Colorado's pretty good. I don't know me personally. If you watch, you, if you didn't see the first half, then it's hard to be tough for you. I don't know how you get that from watching that game <laughs> because all I saw was USC jump all over them and then kind of come out and just try to hold the lead, play prevent defense, not really push the ball. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't get. I can't. They. I mean, Colorado still lost, but I think USC could have put seventy on them if they really wanted to. Like I really do. Like if you watch how they moved the ball in the first half, it was a joke, you know. And then they came out in the second half and kind of played that like we don't want to lose mentality, and you know. And then Colorado made a few plays, but I, I'm sorry. I, I will say this: Shador is a good quarterback. I think he's a good quarterback. He's much better than I thought he was going to be. I do have to give a lot of credit to that OC. That guy's elite. Um, Sean Lewis, I think his name is. He was the head coach at Kent State last year. I have to definitely give him credit because it's not the Shador that I saw that was at the HBCU school, right? Um, He looks better. And now I've seen enough of him to where I can say, I think he's a good quarterback. I actually think he's a good quarterback. Um, so props to him, but yeah, they had no business being on. I don't know if you, what your, you saw the second half when they started like playing better. So mm-hmm. I don't know what your take is. Yeah. Uh, Shador Sanders is, he's a legit talent, man. I was really impressed with what, you know, what he's able to do his arm strength, his accuracy throwing on the run. He's an athlete. Like he's, he's got some, he's got some gifts he can build on for sure. Yep. Um, that offense you know, a lot of it's on him, but you know that that offense, it's it's got a little bit of firepower to it. Um, right. I'm looking. I mean, obviously, those are like their two toughest games on their schedule. I'm looking at the rest of their schedule. It is. Well, oh, I think they got. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, they're at Arizona State. Then they got Stanford, UCLA. They do have Oregon State. That's not going to be easy by any stretch. Um, Arizona. Oh, Washington State, Utah. So they got like three ranked opponents <laughs> left. They're 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 got some dogs still, you know. They do, they do, but also it wouldn't shock me about those three, they win one of them. Um and if you know, if they play like they did in the second half, they could beat the Stanfords and the Arizona States. So I'm I'm still sticking with my prediction of seven wins. Wow, I say five. I got five and I'm sticking to five. I'm not I'm not coming off five because anyone who could play defense, they they get like they're moving the ball on teams that don't even, you know. The general yesterday said something to me, and I thought it was funny. He's like, Riley will never win a natty because he doesn't believe in defense. His offense are always so potent, but his defense is they're horrific. Like every team that he's coached, their defenses are horrific. They're not even like bad, they're horrific. And I feel bad because I think Riley has the offense to win a natty. If they can just play average defense, you know, I want to see, you know, I, I think I just think Colorado is going to struggle with anyone who can play a little bit of defense, you know, uh, not even that great of offense, just a little bit of defense. We'll see what's going to play out. We'll see. Um, So are you on this bandwagon? I don't know. Probably bandwagon is not the way to say it. And guys, you guys in the chat, I'm, I'm curious what you think about this. Are you on the side that? You think Georgia's struggling this year? Or do you think it's just they're doing what they got to do to win? What's your take on Georgia right now? 
I don't think they quite have the explosive playmaking on the outside that they need to like separate themselves from really good teams. Brock Bowers, obviously, I mean, dude's a monster, but outside, I mean, he's far and away their best offensive threat. After him, it's a big drop off. Um, and you see that in games like the South Carolina game and against Auburn. And Auburn and South Carolina, neither one of them is like a great team. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're, oh, they're like a really good, scrappy, unranked SEC team. No, I don't even think they're that. They're like an, I don't know. I, I think of both of teams as pretty. <laughs> they're not even that. Average. <laughs> huh? You're like, they're not even that. <laughs> no, not really, man. I mean, both. I think both those teams are like okay, because um, I was thinking, look, they, obviously they, Georgia still has a lot of talent like on defense and stuff like that, so they're probably going to win 10, 11 games. I don't think they go undefeated. Okay. But yeah, I, I just think they lost some of the firepower of last year, and also I don't think they have like seven first-rounders on defense like they used to, so a little bit of a dip in talent, but – they're still a very, very good team. I still think of them as like a top ten, top twelve team. Right. I I think that they're having what what I see is this is just my take, right? I think that they are having trouble being motivated this year. Um it I watched them play in the first half and I watched them play in the second half, and it looks like two complete teams a couple times this year. I feel like when someone like presses them and they got to go, oh, we got to really play, then it's like, bam, bam, bam. And because they, they've done it like two or three times this year, like you seem kind of playing, like it looks pretty close. You know, the team's making plays, they look like stagnant. And then all of a sudden, they'll go, they just big boy you. And then there's like, boom, boom, boom. You start seeing like, like that. Like what they have, I, I'm they're 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 like a mystery to me, you know. Because when you look at the roster, if you dig in, there's still a bunch of assassins on that team. Assassins on that team, they're just younger guys that are coming up, and until they actually get beat, I'm gonna say that they're the best team. Bless you, thank you, bro. Your mustache came off. <laughs> no, uh, almost no. Until until someone beats them, I just, I because here's what I and again I'm not sure of this. This is just my gut. I feel like they still have that switch. Like oh shoot, it's twelve twelve or oh we're down by ten. Okay, ready? Come on, wake up, shake shake you a little bit. Let's ball out. So man, you're right. Not impressive. Not not blowing anybody away, but. They're, they're, you know, they're still Georgia. They got a light schedule. They'll be relatively healthy, you know, um, when it comes down to the bigger games, I think more than everybody else. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just think they're, they're, they're still Georgia. You know, I don't think it's hard to three-peat, but they got the perfect schedule for it this year. So we'll see what happens. All right. Now I want to talk about Georgia Tech. Because they got boomed on by Bowling Green. Mm-hmm. I had to go back and watch it today. And I was like, they look bad. They look bad in that game. <laughs> like they look, they look bad. I was uh I was shocked. <laughs> like I, I they didn't they didn't look good at all. Mm-hmm. So I always try to keep it a buck on the show. When I'm wrong, I'm wrong, or when I change my mind, I'm changing my mind. I don't think they're going to be the, as much of a problem as I thought they were going to be because that tape that I – what Miami's going to do with that tape, <laughs> I mean, and we're a whole different animal than Bowling Green. Did you get a chance to see any of the Bowling Green Georgia Tech game, and, and what were your thoughts? Oh, yeah. I watched um, that. I was able to find the full game on YouTube, so I watched, mm-hmm. I watched it this morning, you know, skipping through the, the huddles and all that stuff. Took me like 45 minutes, maybe an hour to get yep. thing. But yeah, I, I watched the entire game, and it's funny because you watch if you watch the first five minutes, mm-hmm. stop there, you would think, oh, Georgia Tech's going to win this game by 40. The way yep. they started the game, but then it seems like when that when that first mistake happened, that it was like another mistake. The wheels fell off. Yep, and it was like a snowball effect, and it was it just became contagious. 
Yep. Um, what I noticed from Haynes King is if you pressure him, he's a totally different quarterback. Mm. I don't know if you spotted that, but yeah, from totally different quarterback and tackling on defense was horrific. Yeah. I mean, horrible tackling. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's no, those are basically my, my two main takeaways from that. And they just, yeah, they, they just started running it down their throat in the second half. Yep. They, they, it's weird to say this, but they big boyed them. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. Storming back, you says $20 dono. Ex player who played in the league shared with me that Riley and other teams that go full blown tempo struggle on defense because it is a system that kills your D. The defense why mario doesn't want to go full-blown tempo thoughts here's this this is i love this that you brought this up because this is this is something that's been brought up not not on the show but you know in football circles a lot a lot does tempo kill you if you have to go three and out a couple times in a row when your defense doesn't get to rest and come in so it's a double-edged sword and here's the thing Meaning that yes, if you go three and out a couple times in a row, your defense gets tired, easier for them the team to move the ball, blah, blah, blah. But the other side of that, if you have an offense like they have and they're scoring in like a minute and 45 seconds, you can actually be more aggressive on defense because you're usually playing with a lead. You know, so I don't like I don't think it'll ever work in the league. I really don't. I don't ever see it working in the league. Like like Mr. UCLA Chip tried to do it, and it it jumped on everybody for a couple of games, and then the DCs said, "All right, this is what we'll do," and then it just didn't work. I do like tempo here and there, you know, like the like the changing of the mix, like mixing up the tempo, but I think it works in college because of the lack of depth. You know, uh, remember in the NFL, the next guy you roll in is still getting paid six figures. <laughs> Last time I checked, you know, so. You might be rolling in a walk-on, uh, a true freshman, a guy, you know, and, and that's where they get you. That's where that tempo gets you, in my opinion. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know, right? Those guys that just run strictly tempo for some reason or not, you, you you can look at all the data you want. Their defenses usually aren't the greatest. You know, look at SMU. You know, last year likes to go pretty quick, right? Um I, I saw who else is I mean there's so many that go pretty quick. Al Brown, Mr. Canada. What do you think about that before I move on? What do you do you agree or disagree or what are your thoughts on that? No, it's true. If you if you're running high tempo and you're going no huddle and it's a quick three and out, that was our problem with Red Lashley. Like our defense doesn't even have a chance to get a sip of water. They gotta put their helmet back on. <laughs> Yeah, they have, their butts don't even touch the bench. Like they gotta run right back out there before they know it. So yeah, I agree with that. If you have an offense that they're not getting those quick first downs to get a drive going, if you do, then it's awesome because right. then you have their defense scrambling. But like with anything, it's a it's a gamble. It's a risk. It's high 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 risk high reward. You know. Um, yep. And then when people realize when we did that a few years ago, when people realized, oh, they can't run the ball. Yeah. All right. We'll sit back and we'll do this and whatever. And yeah, we were screwed at that point. But yeah, that's hundred percent true. If it if you run tempo and it doesn't work, yeah, it destroys your defense. Mm -hmm. Uh um uh, Arabian night. I'm gonna get you in a second. I want to talk to my Canadian friend Al Brown. Fifty dollar dono. Pack the rack, not the rock, the rack. Rock. Uh, it helps with the flips. We love so much. Appreciate it. Don't know. Yes. Uh, we're going to get to talk a little bit recruiting. Don't worry. Apparently, there's some gymnastics going on. Appreciate it, Al. Thank you so much. Arabian Night. I have a question for you, my friend. Okay. And just, just this is a, a friendly question. I want to see. What national champion ran that kind of tempo? Take your time, dog. Get Google out. Call your best friend. And let me know. Type in there, Arabian Night. What national champion ran that type of tempo? None. 
<laughs> exactly, dog. That's that's what I'm trying to tell you. It's nice. It's pretty for the stats and for numbers. But when you go against them D-lines and them O-lines that are for real, and they start beating you up, all of a sudden that tempo isn't what it used to be because, like John said, a couple of things can happen. The running game, the defense. You know, I, look, I like tempo, not full-time. I like it where for a series or, hey, look, if we get a first down, the next two plays we're going to run real fast. And, and they already have them called. You know, like, I like stuff like that. But I personally, just like you, Arabian, I can't think of a national champion that ran that type of tempo. Not one. You know, that that's just me. Uh, but we'll see. It, it could change. It, it could change. It could change in the future. I mean, in college, but it won't work in the NFL because of the depth. It's a depth thing. That's how they get you. Defenses are the defenses are too good. Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. All right. Yeah. So uh, I, I would like to change a little bit my thoughts on Georgia Tech. I do think we boom them now uh, by three scores. Um, you know, 17, 21, right anywhere between there. I think we beat them. I'm excited to see what the spread's going to be when it comes out. What's today? No, I think it comes out like Tuesday or Wednesday, right? Spreads. I don't even know. But I would I think we were beat them by 17 to 21 points. Um, I think we'll be able to run the ball. I think that John, here's the question for you. First of all, how how excited were you when they announced the Georgia Tech game was at 8 p.m.? Second. <laughs> Second. What do you think that stadium is going to be like? Well, to answer your first question, I was very excited. I was like, finally, <laughs> they give us a little respect. A game that, honestly, it even it's not even like a like a rivalry game or anything. It's just, hey, Miami's a solid ranked team. They're exciting to watch. They're entertaining. Yep. Let's put them on prime time. Fantastic. Like, I was hoping for – for one that wasn't like the Clemson game, you know what I mean? Um, so I I was very happy to see that. And also it helps the crowd because we're still in that very hot time of the year here in Miami. It's still like still tops out at 90, 89, 90 degrees with all that humidity. Yep. This time of the year. So you put it at night, that bumps up the attendance by a good five to ten thousand at least. Oh, easily, yeah. Easily. That's what people don't realize down here. It's like yeah, like there were empty seats at the AM game because it was during the day. You had yeah. that at night, there would have been Sold out. plus thousand. Yeah. Easy. But yeah, very excited. It's at night. Um, by the way, the Vegas odds, I just Googled them. We are 19 and a half point. Look at right that. Now. Look at that. And yeah, I would agree with that. That's right around what you said. Three touchdowns. Yeah, I, I, I um, think I, I think so too. Now, very important. If we maintain the same attitude that we've been entering every game with like hey i don't care if you're temple or you're texas a&m or you're alabama we're approaching every game the same we're, we're treating you like you are a real opponent we're going to dominate you yep we're steamrolling you from the opening play we come in with that attitude well then it shouldn't be too much of a problem i i agree rod i'm glad you brought up louisville um so y'all can come for me in the chat. This is, I'm giving you a free invitation to come from my head when I say this. But this is just my opinion. doesn't mean that I'm right. I'm wrong a lot, too. And, and you know, I want to hear my man's take also. I do not think Louisville is very good from a personnel standpoint. I think they can be big boyed a little bit. I don't think they have a lot of playmakers. I don't see anybody that I'm scared of, you know. Um, but I will say this. That scheme is no joke. You go back and watch the guys, how open they are, and the dudes are just dropping the ball. And the scheme they run is exactly against our current weakness. You know, current weakness, meaning like guys coming out of the backfield, H-back, running back, how they slip out, the, the delays. Here's what I think. 
from a personnel standpoint, I, I think they can't play with us. I just really think they can't even play with us after what I saw. Um, I, I don't see it. I just don't see it. No way, shape, or form. But that offensive scheme is so good, y'all. Like, for you, you football heads, you X's and O's guys and girls, you got to be like, damn, if this guy gets a few players on that offense in a couple years, I don't want to see this dude. Like, I, it, it's really intelligent what he does and how he runs it. He just doesn't have the dogs. Um, you know, the, the reason is he stayed kind of like pretty much should have won the game, but they didn't. It's because they big boyed him. That D line was was hitting them and pushing them around and just out physicaling them. But at the end, you know, Louisville stole the game. They're five and zero. You got to respect that, regardless of what it looks like. They're five and zero. They went to NC State at night and won. And you can say whatever you want about NC State. This dude sucks. That dude sucks. I agree. They don't look very good. But to win an NC State at night is tough. It's tough. That's my take on that. What's what's John's take? Mm, they that offense does make me a little nervous. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> But we do have better size on defense now. Mm. This this would be a team I would pretty much mark this as a loss in any of the past 15, 17 years. This I agree. That's like, oh, they're probably gonna kick our ass. <laughs> but and, ha- and not because of personnel though, right? It's more because of the, yeah, how well like, coached they are. Yes, and how well coached they are in the system. They're just gonna system us to death. That's what that's what I would mark it as if this was any of the past years, any year after like 2005. Right. Uh, but we got size and athleticism now. We got yep. a pretty solid defensive coordinator, in my opinion, um, who can, you know, scheme something up that can confuse their quarterback. And we got an offense that can score consistently. Yep. That's really what gives me the confidence. It's like, right. I, I know we're going to put up 30 something on them. Just yep. make a few stops, take the ball away once or twice. We'll be fine. So. That's that's my I thoughts. I, I'd love to. I'd love to see. Well, we're getting them at the end of the year, so who knows? They may right. be clicking at that point. So that's I'm still kind of waiting and seeing with them. What what struck me with that was the first half of that game. I counted. I don't know if anybody else counted this. They had four drops of balls hitting the receiver right in the hands, and they were wide open, and they were big. They were like third down drops. They were red zone drops. Like they weren't just baby drops, and I'm talking like the scheme got that dude so open. Um, NC State. The only reason why I always respect NC State because if you play them at their house and the game happens to be at night, it's a tough game, right? It's a tough game with those guys. I, I don't think they have any business being on the field with us. Real talk. But going to their crib, and if it happens to be a night game, we got to bring we got to bring everybody. For that you know, uh, but I'm not as worried as I was with Louisville because I I just think this guy just doesn't have the pieces that he would you know that if he had in a couple years I think they're gonna be a problem. I'm not gonna lie to you guys, but this year I feel much better about the Louisville game. Um, I definitely feel much better about that. Let's see, someone asked this question. Oh yeah, A and M. What do you think about A and M, dog? They're as good as I thought they were. They're a very <laughs> solid football team. Man. Hey, bro. <laughs> Look what Terry just did to us. <laughs> Terry, it was horrible today. But you know what? It's, here's the thing. It's going to happen another few times this year. You know, we didn't have our A game today. They brought it to us. They took it to us today. Uh, I got nothing but respect. The Bills put it on us today. We we didn't show up to play. We, we definitely didn't show up to play. But as long as we beat them at our house, I'm okay with it. We split with them. No big deal. There's 13 games to go. That was just one. So, yeah. I, whatever. We're three. Mm-hmm. Byron says, Flo, in a couple years, UM will be a prompt for everybody. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I I agree. I agree with you to the fullest. Kyle says, Max Johnson makes them a better team. You, you know what I see with Max Johnson on that team? I don't know if they can be as explosive, but I see them calm, smooth, just very calculated, um, like a veteran presence. You know what I mean? Like, 
I agree with you. He he def I think overall he makes them a better offense overall. But he doesn't have some of the components that Wigman has, you know, with the way Wigman can move and stuff. But on the real, I, I have a lot of respect for what Texas A&M is doing. That defensive line crushed. I think it was Arkansas. Mm-hmm. They crushed Arkansas. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was watching it and going, this is the defensive line that we handled? <laughs> that was what they were supposed to do to us. And we came away thinking, oh, man, their D-line's a little overrated, not as good as we thought. No, their talent showed yesterday for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. wow. Yeah. Flow is good. Last game is down here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, workforce. Uh, look, they needed that game more than we did, believe it or not. Uh, you know, they already had a loss, and it was a it was a conference. Uh, yeah, it was a conference a division opponent that beat them. I think it was the Jets that beat them. The Jets somehow beat them. Yeah. Yep. So they needed that. They couldn't go zero two in our division, bro. Yeah. So, you know, wake up, wake up, call for us. Go ahead. We're, we're set up pretty nicely because, like, four out of our last five games of the season are at home. Mm-hmm. And we start with a lot of road games. Coming out of these first four, three, and one, dude, I'll take, I'll take that all day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I want to pivot a little bit to us. Uh, just a couple things. I, I mean, everyone knows Cam's playing now, so I'll say it again. Um, I'm going to take a break, and then we're going to talk about something – uh, in one second, boom. Attention, Miami sports fans. Level up your game day style with About the Fans. They've got the freshest Miami sports gear curated in collaboration with the Miami Flow brand and renowned artist Jazz. Unleash your passion for Miami sports at aboutthefans.com and be part of the innovative Miami sports community. About the Fans, where fashion meets fandom. All right, I'm back. Um, Caesar, I'm going to get to you in one second. So I told you guys I went around and bought a jacket. I showed it to you guys a couple of shows ago. And I said we were trying to figure out what you can do to win the jacket. I'm going to show you the jacket again. It is straight lava. All right. So this is this is leather, y'all. All right. It's, it's a real leather. Ow. It's got the it's got the U on the back. So still has his tags and all that. So y'all don't, you know, it's brand new. So here's what I'm gonna try to do. I'm gonna instead of giving you one week, we'll give you two weeks. So it'll be the Sunday after the UNC game is when we'll do the giveaway. This is what you gotta do. Pay attention. I'm gonna be asking a lot of people. Like our other shows on the channel, blah blah blah, to uh, to continue to remind you guys on how to do this. You need to ready for this. You need to video yourself doing your best touchdown dance. That's got to be it. It has to be at le- at least ten seconds long. Right, at least ten seconds long. You can put music. You can get creative. You can make it funny. You can do whatever you want. But to win this jacket, you gotta you gotta create or you have to do on a video, your phone, whatever works, your best touchdown dance. Like right when you score, show us what your dance is, have some fun with it. All right, and you're gonna send that to Miami Flow Football at gmail.com. Miami Flow Football at gmail.com. Very simple. It's Miami Flow Football. At gmail.com. So I'm going to continue to remind y'all because we're going to play the winner on the show. We might play like the, the best two or three. And uh, we'll give you two weeks. We're going to continue to remind you guys. That gives you plenty of time to have a little fun with this and, and enjoy it. It's just for fun. And then we'll send you out the jacket. All right. Caesar, my concern is that once TVD and more, once TVD, and more than a few leads to the NFL. Gotcha. This year, how bare how bare will we be to say 
we will be how good will, I, I can't read this I'm, maybe he's I'm saying, gonna... yeah he's saying with all the guys that are probably leading this year assuming they have a good season like he feels like the cupboard might be a little bit bare next year to see mm, gotcha gotcha appreciate it yeah bro um for you guys that don't know if i'm out at a restaurant or something and they bring the bill i gotta hand it to whoever's next to me i can't even read the bill everything looks like ants to me so usually i have the, the comments on a little bigger <laughs> so i appreciate it um here there's i think it, let, let me ask i want to get john's take how do you think it's going to play out um really the biggest question mark next year will be quarterback but right. caesar if you're you know like us like me and Flo, we've been college football fans a long time it's still not something we're used to but remember we got free agency now so yep. you can plug up holes with that we're going to go shopping in the portal for a qb to compete with emory next year but if Emory ends up being the starter, if that's like the worst case scenario, that's I'm good with that, honestly. By next year, I think he's going to be ready. But they'll bring in somebody to compete with him. He's still got Jakari lurking, you know. So it'll be a bit of a question. I'm not going to say a concern at quarterback next year, but a question mark. Mm -hmm. But I think a question mark that we'll answer. But aside from that, you got to remember, you're bringing in what well, we brought in that very that special recruiting class. They're freshmen right now. You know, the Mark Fletchers, the Ruben Baines, Samson, yep. Howie Noah, you know, all these guys, they're all going to be sophomores next year. Yep. Okay. They're going to be now leading the team. They're going to be taking more of a leadership role on this team. Plus the guys from the class before, that smaller class that Mario brought in right when he got here. Uh, plus the class that he's bringing in this year. So now you've got like three levels of it plus what he's bringing in with the transfer portal. And if we win this year, say we win eight, nine games. Say we win mm -hmm. nine games. This was already a destination before that. Right. Imagine Mario with wins under his belt. Now he has that ammunition to be able to go out and recruit a proven talent in the portal. Or a stud receiver like a Jeremiah Smith or an Armando Blunt. <clears throat> You know, and that's Armando Blunt could reclass to this yeah. upcoming class. So, like, really, the biggest question mark for me as quarterback. Aside from that, man, we're we're still kind of young, but as far as talent goes, going into next year, we're going to be stacked, mm -hmm. like really stacked. Yep. I'm excited I, about it. Yeah, I, I echo everything my partner says. So I'll I'll, I'll play with the other side. On the grass. I look on the other side of the grass. Since he covered, I agree with everything he said. But what if TVD comes back? What if TVD? Because right now I don't know what he is, but I guarantee it's a late round, a late round grade. You know, what what if he decides to come back? Because here's a couple things, guys, and we discussed it briefly, but I'll bring it up again. This is the deepest quarterback class in the last decade. There are seven to nine quarterbacks that have a first-round grade. That's insane. You know, that's in, and legit. Like, I can name them off the top of my head. Like, I can name you eight guys that are going to have first-round grades that are not included. I'm not even including TVD. So, you let them come out next year, which is very different. You give him a little more money, and I also he's making crazy money still playing for college. He improves his draft stock. It's possible. It is possible that he can literally say, "I don't want to go over against Caleb Williams, Phoenix, you know, uh, um, the dude from uh, Notre Dame. <laughs> that dude is ridiculous. Knicks." Um, uh, Bro, I named off like nine. Leary. I named off um, the dude from FSU. Um, we had like, we did this. We named like eight or nine, like easily the other day. Some y'all help me in the chat. I'm drawing a blank right now. But, but it was like, it was like, it was, and then it was like, we didn't even try. Oh, uh, Pratt from Tulane, definitely a first round guy. Oh, yeah. If he decides to come out. Uh, Ewers, the Texas dude, that's right. That's the other one. Ward. Yeah, there they are. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. My bad. I yeah, don't... it's not like he's, you know, with NIL now, he's not really missing out. It's not a money. Correct. Issue. Correct. Yep. Drake, Leonard, thank you. Jake Macy. There's eight easily. 
if, if you, I'm clearly out of my mind today. I can't even read. So <laughs> we'll, leave, we'll leave it at that. So I, I believe in my heart that there's, there is a chance that he comes back. And if he comes back, I'm going to tell so many lies in the offseason. <laughs> you guys have no idea how many lies I'm going to tell in the offseason if, if Tyler decides to come back next year. Um, that would catapult our program. It really would. It would catapult our program. All right. Um, we'll, we'll take a couple questions from you guys. We're going to get into a little recruiting. So clearly you guys know that we're we're really hard on the JUCOs, right? Um, you can see the monster, the 6'9 dude, offensive lineman that they, they, they went out to see. Then you have – uh, Hamlin, who I love at D-Tackle. These are legit guys that they're all over. Just I don't want you guys to think they're just poking. They're not just poking around with those two guys. Um, the D-Tackle dude, they are they are pushing for it. If you haven't seen his tape, you need to go see it. I know his last name is Hamlin. I can't remember his first name. It starts with a J, I think. Um, somebody can remember and put it in the chat. That'd be great. I mean, he's big, he's explosive, and he doesn't play. Um, that's That's the real deal. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with the cornerback next Sunday. Um, I know that our people have talked to him very recently. They went out to see him. I don't know what's get, you know, what gets put out, so I don't know what I can and can't say because I don't read the boards. But I, I can tell you that we, we've we've talked to him very recently. Um, so let's hope that that, that that swings in our way. He's a freak at that position. Um, and, you know, Flo told y'all in June, and he, and I, and I – I stepped on it in July, like I went even harder. Three flips were coming. We got one. The, the Michigan DN is one, the first one. We're going to get a second one very, very soon. You know, um, very soon. And, and some of y'all already kind of see it coming, you know. Uh, and uh, there's a third. And the third will happen before, like, the end of the season. So all these guys will verbally commit to Miami before the end of the season it's not going to be like they're going to be the flip on signing day so you'll know the two flips that are left before the end of the season um what questions y'all got real quick i think everyone coming back got to talk can't i don't know can't comes back <laughs> i'll be shocked yeah because he's a first rounder yeah i think that if cam go ahead james could He's having a really good season right now, and he and and and, he, and here's the thing, John. Let me ask. I want to add this. I'm gonna I'm gonna paint this picture to you. You are name Miami Dolphins. You're the scout. You got, and if I'm telling you, if 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 James keeps playing like he's played the first four games the whole season, is what I'm saying. Okay. Who do you take, James or Cam? Really, one hundred percent taking Cam. Man, he's not not to take anything away from James, but Cam is a vocal leader. You could like he showed like he makes leadership kind of plays on the field. He's in on every play. Mm -hmm. That is there like a thousand percent on every down. Doesn't take a single play off. Um, Very intelligent. He can read plays. He might not have the size and freaky athletic ability. But every other intangible is there for Cam. Like, give me that any day. Full disclosure: Cam's my favorite player. Everybody knows that. So, <laughs> I'm not gonna say one bad thing about Cam at all. But from a prospect standpoint, if I'm a scout, and these neither one of these guys had a name, it'd be difficult for me to pick Cam over. James, just because of what I can do with him on defense, yeah, you know, like, um, but <laughs> Cam all day, baby. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know, Cam all day. Uh, shout out to Chase if you're watching this. I love you too, dog. I love you too, <laughs> big head. Um, but yeah, I, I think I would I would lose my mind if Cam came back. Like I would absolutely lose my mind. I, like in my head, Cam is gone. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I don't even. Uh, yeah, he's leaving, so I'll be pleasantly surprised if Cam goes. I'm gonna come back. Oh my God, that is gonna be that. See, that's an office night. That would be an office night. 
Um, <clears throat> and, you know, so that's just uh, everybody. Yeah, put it in the chat. Who are your two favorite players on the team real quick? Everybody put your two favorite. Mine is simple. Cam and Chase. Those are my boys. I love them very much. Mike McCoy says, Flo, are our bets offsetting penalties, so to speak? I don't remember what our bet was. I, you always, you, you're going to remind me, and, and I'm going to say I agree with you because I forget everything, bro. I ain't going to lie to y'all. Uh, Big G says, Scouts got James going in the second round. Yeah, right now, they do because they just want to make sure he can be that consistent that he's been for the first four games. If if James plays like he's playing for these four games the whole year, let's see what let, let's see what that grade is. Let, let's see what that grade is. Cam and Cheney, Cam. A lot of people love Cam. Cam and TVD. Come on. Bane and Cam. Oh, yeah, Bane's gonna be one I love too. That's a good one. Mesador. X and Bane. Jane Harrison X. Oh yeah, I like Jane. Cam and Coop, Cooper, listen, the stuff I hear that Coop does is pretty pretty funny. I can't say it on the show, though. <laughs> Cam, all right, Cam is every, on everybody's list, so we cannot say that Cam, Cam goes over before everybody. All right, let's see. Mark says, Flo and John, how do you guys feel about running back by committee? John, you go first. Nowadays, I mean, as long as you're getting the yards, I don't really care. I don't really care who's back there. Um, yeah, ride the hot hand. I'm, I'm good. I'm good with running back by committee. I have struggled with this, you know, because old school it used to be the more you feed the back, the better he got. I do think times have changed. Um, I do think times have changed, and I think it depends on the style of back. If you have a big back, I think you got to give him the ball consecutive a little bit to get him going. Um, but at regular size back to a small back, I, I have no problem. I, I like it. I like the committee coming in and out, coming in and out. Cause I'll give you an example. And, and this is going to be crazy. Ready? I think that, I think that if Cheney stays healthy, he's the type of back that if you keep giving him the ball, he's going to get stronger and break more tackles. I, I, and I know that sounds weird. I don't know if it's a cop-out to your question. He just strikes me from when I see him. If you give him the ball three or four times in a row, look how he runs that second to third to fourth time. It looks like he's just – that momentum, is, that, that engine is, is kind of going. Um, so, yeah, I'm okay with it. Mike says the bet was – I said Brian Kelly wouldn't win 10 games in year one. You said yes. You said 20 shouldn't – wouldn't finish – his career as a safety. I said he turned it around and you are insane. Accurate? I believe that. <laughs> I believe it. If you said it, it, it is. You're right. Um, I like his name, Jelly. That's pretty good. Sounds good. Sounds good. But uh, he's going to be in the box pretty much the rest of the year. I hate to break your heart. <laughs> Just letting you know. It's, it's coming. I didn't say it. I heard it from a little birdie. Uh, Cheney is that dude. Shout out to Cheney coming and getting a starting out in Temple and just booming dudes over. Like, you know, I'm I'm happy for him because I've always said this, and John can vouch for this because John's been with me from day one. I've always said if he's healthy, there's nothing that guy can't do. Like, if Cheney is healthy, he's a really, really good back. My issue is he's never been really healthy, you know. Uh, so that's what's up. Get a couple more questions from you guys. Flo, what's the visitors list for the GT game going to look like? Um, well, Rasta, shout out to Rasta. If you are in our Discord, Shaitan, if you're not joining, there is a channel devoted to it in there where he he puts it in there and he updates it. Uh, they have film review in there. They have uh, we have this thing called Rasta Balls where he puts in a, his prediction on where the where the guys are gonna go. Um, like I said, we have video breakdown. I mean, join the Discord. Everything's in there, big dog. Like they do a hell of a job of keeping that updated. Um, yeah. Check. Shy is in the Discord. There you go. Then go look. Why are you asking me? He's in there. He just did it like an hour ago before we got on the show. 
Bro, Rasta be working. Any report on Parrish? He's fine. Parrish is fine. Um, is there a chance they can hold him out for Jets? Like, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to, but, you know, Flo, I disagree with TBD. Not going to the NFL this year. I would tell him to go. <sighs> I didn't say what I would do. I said what I, I was just looking at the other side. Remember, remember John covered that whole one side. So I said, I'll do the other side. Anybody can get hurt and, and, and that could be your career. But to be honest, I think what I would do because of the quarterbacks that are coming out this year, I would tell them to come back and get that insurance, pay for that insurance that those players get. If they get hurt, they're like set that, you know, they're set for life. Uh, it's a little pricey, but TBD would warrant that because if TBD has the year that he's having all year, that draft grade is going to be interesting. And then if he comes back next year with only like, what, four guys, they might get first round draft. Uh, and it was a genius move because they're healthy, but it's a risk. So you buy him the insurance and you know who's going to do that. Do I have to say his name? I'll just say his agent. <laughs> I'll just say his agent. Drew. <clears throat> John, you got anything? No, nothing. nothing. There's not much to talk about today, guys. I'm, I'm going to come on during the week and shock y'all with a little prediction. I just got to get confirmation tomorrow morning on something, so I'll pop on during the week and uh, you'll have some receipts from me. And uh, I'm excited. We have a night game next week. Very excited. Is Ellis getting froggy? As long as we keep winning, he, I'm sure he's going to you know, practice his jumping. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a – He's the real deal. Shout out to everybody who rocked with us tonight. Almost, we got 470 something people in here. Uh, next week's gonna be great. Got a cool little guest next week. Also, um, remember what I said to you guys: make a touchdown dance video. It only has to be 10 seconds. Miami Flow Football at Gmail. Send it in. Miami Flow Football at Gmail. Send it in. You win the cool jacket. And do whatever you want with it. You got two weeks. Uh, go find someone you love and give them a big hug and a kiss. Oh, wait. John, are you coming on this week? I am. As you know, yeah. I don't have a regular schedule. But I'll be John does whatever he wants, basically. So that's that's yes. that. You know, <laughs> Capacito and Canes, go give him a sub. And like I was about to tell you guys, go find someone you love. Give him a big hug and a kiss because life is short. And, yeah, like Hoodie Girl says, the tailgate. Come to the tailgate. But I'll tell you all more information as the week goes on. And as always, go Canes.